Boom, Sky High Podcast. Yeah. Crescendo Brown here, everybody. What's good, guys? <laughs> Ryan Lerivac here, sessioning out. We are talking about... Um, what were you talking about now? Uh, you were asking me what I was listening to and paying attention to. Yeah, before. you were just getting into incel red pill. Oh, yeah. No, no, what I was saying was like, I'm trying to reset my, my YouTube al- algorithm because as of late, it's just been giving me the same stuff over and over again. And sometimes... You know, we go down a pattern of listening to uh, certain things, and that and that directs the, what we believe. You know, when we keep going to the same media source, the same whatever, then we start to take what that has to be as truth. And uh, some media, depending on how you are, you know, will either lift you up or bring you down. And so I've been listening to some things, and there's a part where I'm just like, I don't necessarily want to believe everything anymore mm-hmm. of what they have to say. Um, now, some of it I do think is true, but I do think that in this weird, vast world and uh, galaxy, that how are these things to be true? And, you know, you know, like, I, I mean, if because we always talk about this, I always joke around saying, like, uh, is 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 what we are doing? Is it nature or nurture on how men and women act? Right. Mm. Is this just in their nature or is it in their nurture in, in America or whatever? Right. And how is it that in, in America, in the world, for the most part, but mainly America, because I know we're, we're moving towards, you know, fluid gender. Right. We're moving towards fluid identity. Which is whatever. Right. But the moment a man's not what they consider masculine. Then you're useless. We, we can we can accept everyone. Right. But a sensitive man that might cry or whatever or have emotions is like get your shit together mm. you know mm-hmm. that i i can go for everything but i can't go for that you know i can't no, go for that, that. no no <laughs> right no i mean can do i mean I, I mean maybe i'll get your input in, input on it but i just like i'm not saying to if anyone's listening to sit there and say be a sister man or whatever just be you but the problem is sometimes what happens is if who you are isn't good the world's trying to tell you to change and then you're like well in this infinite galaxy of possibilities why can't you just be you? Mm. Now, I'm saying this also to say that hopefully you get to the point wherever who is listening to this, that you get to a point where you're just confident in you and doesn't and don't give a fuck, you know, to what, what people have to say. But as I take a step back and I'm seeing how you're supposed to do that, you're supposed to do this, but not do this. It's like, fuck, is it really that complicated for you to just live? Like, did, growing up, did you like... Did you know that life was a game? That there had to be games to everything? I think you're, you hit the head on the butt when you were talking about changing your algorithm, right? Which that's already a conversation in itself because that's something I think is important the way you framed it. It's like you're trying to change the shit you're watching to help alter your brain to think in a different way. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm thinking, you know, with your question of like, did you know that earlier? I think is depends on what I was watching. I think there had either been some TV. I mean, I was watching TV nonstop and watching, you know, I'm on some kind of screen all the time anyways. So I think through either music or TV references, the game was always like a reference. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that helps with how people view life. I think what I'm thinking is 
the internet makes it strange because there was a time where maybe we all kind of uh, thought similar things or we were all kind of, man, we watched, you watched TGI Friday yesterday? Yeah, oh, or Martin man. was the one that we'd go to a bus stop and be like, yo, what's good? It Martin, felt yeah. like everybody was watching it, at least yeah. the way that we were consuming media at the time. You know, life seemed a little smaller, where now it's a little more fractured. There's a lot more, you know, different opinions out there, which in a lot of ways is great because yeah. you realize like, oh, well, everybody just has an opinion. And it kind of makes the reality of before very, you know, flimsy. So, I mean, I think it's constant because like we talked about before, it's like, you know, it's always weird. It's never good and great. And it's only great in reflection, you know, yeah. like, oh, this time was the best. And, but when you're in it, you're like, oh, it's all icky. It's stuck. It's weird. It's I don't know what to think. And I think it's constant. I think as a, if you're on the male and female part, uh, when it comes to nature, nurture, in that regard of what I'm talking about, I think there is something innate in us that uh, is instinctual, meaning like we have a specific way of, you know, like doing things as a guy that mm -hmm. is almost like mm -hmm. you can't not not do that as a guy. But in the world right now, it's kind of everything around us in messaging and whatever this has been the last, I don't know, maybe you can make an argument 20, 30 years based on the introduction of TV per se or well, magazines, mean, radios, and just how they've slowly transitioned the way either you think about men or how everybody thinks about men and they try to play it off and play it out and, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's funny media. you say because, uh, I mean, I'm cutting you off, but no, like, you're good. when I thought about that, uh, at least at that section, right, in our lifetime, right, there was – and we're seeing uh, in our lifetime, we grew up where it was we had the album Mundy, right? Mm. And it was being a man, being a man. And then somewhere in our teens, it was to stop being a man, mm. right? To be whatever, right? And to uh, act a certain way and not be so aggressive, or now they call it toxic, right? Mm. But now we're seeing too that the shift is kind of going back to be like, no, be, be a man because there are also. Um, at least it's seeming a, a lot of unhappy women because men are not quote unquote stepping it up, which I don't think it's just men personally. Mm -hmm. If there's a problem with relationships in America, it's both sides. It can't just be one. Mm -hmm. You know, it can't just say that men are not doing that. That means that women are not also accepting things, but also not being realistic on the mm -hmm. other hand. You know, but there's a lot of people that are saying that men are not being a certain way. So it's taking away all the things that some of us have prescribed to. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, fighting for women and then realizing in many cases, these same women are not fighting for us, mm. you know, mm. uh, uh, watching those women who are strong, strong girls that played soccer or whatever they did growing up, have their own kids and then or young, young boys and trying to turn them into exact men. They wouldn't even date or let women, other women date, try to protect them. You know, oh, that is strange. Right. That is strange. So it's it, but then we're seeing the change because then. You know, then there's this vacuum of masculinity in there, mm -hmm. you know, that has has some of us, you know, maybe we 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 learn through not through our parents, which is sometimes the bad side of public um, education is that we sometimes learn whatever is acceptable by society and not mm. the household. Right. Mm. Have changed that, you know, so. So when you said that, I was like, hey, in our life, we've seen. The 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 Al Bundy, the um why can't I think of the Zach Morris's who was pimping mm -hmm. on to like hey be the friend zone, mm -hmm. you know 
But they just kind of took away with like relationships on TV and just kind of made it ambiguous and then kind of switched the power role a little bit in certain areas. And then all of a sudden to the point where it's like every guy on TV is, you know, a clumsy guy or a corny guy or or a stupid guy. And then that's it. Homer Simpsons, you know? Yeah. Homer Simpsons or what's the other guy? Peter Griffin, right? Yeah. Like, like, clueless, don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, damn, that is. But it's built in because as a youth, you're consuming it. You don't know what you're watching. You're just yeah. kind of watching. And, you know, and they always tell you it's just entertainment. It's just TV. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. As we do that for 20 years, then we're like over here like, what is wrong with our behaviors? And it's like, well, is there something really wrong? Or what are we actually really thinking? And I right. think that's why stuff like this is trying to, you know, really throw out some, you know, just some interesting thoughts. Like, yo, is this what people are really thinking about? Or is just this, my algorithms are fucked up. And that's well, a thing to say now. I mean, even in commercials, I don't know if you see it or not. Uh, do you ever, you ever notice in certain commercials when it's a, a man versus a woman mm. and it usually the woman beats the guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, I'm more cunning. I outlast you. I'm stronger. I'm smarter. Mm. I did this. And it's just like, and the guy has to be like, you got me this time. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's like, yeah, it, is there ever, is there, I mean, I'm not sitting there saying that a woman does not, can't be the guy. I'm just saying, is that is there what ever you're a, saying, a, a, a where, the, where the dude is just like, all right, I just dominated you in basketball. No, because you know? we all know that already. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? But that's the, that training is like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, cause I think one of the topics about what kind of forever later on is like, there's even a lot of things saying that in, in certain roles is like, now they're just diminishing the men in the back role certain things and it's like you know the lady can be strong which i, I i'm all like really i'm i don't care if someone is strong or not right it's not about that it's about like if you want equality then show the equalness in it and not just one side to it right like you tell women i'm just talking about on both sides right oh. like if you're if you're talking about equality right then how come two can't exist at the same time it's usually one that has to be higher than the other i mean the king and queen system, man. That's how it works. Right? Right. <laughs> what is equal? That's the tough part. I mean, equality, equal, that word has been synonymous the last, you know, handful of years, especially during these presidential runs. And, mm-hmm. you know, you would think that even though when we were growing up, racial tension always displayed itself on TV. Yeah. Um, and it feels like it's always the case. But nowadays, as we're older, I think the way that it's consumed it's everywhere in 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 and i say this in the major sports mm-hmm. major things that you know that there's a viewership happening mm-hmm. you're like oh damn this race thing is this wow is this, is, what's going on here and it's a big discussion i mean obviously yeah yeah no i'm so glad like, you brought that up because yeah. that, when i thought about that right um you know lebron brought up about uh jerry jones mm-hmm. right and i don't really i'm kind of conflicted on how i feel because i'm like dude was 14 years old Mm-hmm. I, I I said stuff at fourteen mm-hmm. that I that are no longer proper now. I'm not a billionaire yet. I don't know. Maybe. Um, should he have to go back that many years to say he's sorry when when he's, in my opinion, has made a bunch of black players millionaires, has p- paid Dak Prescott when he was injured. Mm. That's true. You know, That's true. I, I don't I don't know. And then some people say he doesn't have a black coach. I mean, maybe he doesn't. Maybe there's certain things that I don't know if that even matters. But all I'm saying is he made a bunch of black players and millionaires. Mm-hmm. Granted, that could be anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of the owner and the team. But I'm just saying, like, I don't see that in year 14 and you don't really know what's going on or what you have done or whatever. I don't 
know if he should apologize. Maybe, maybe just say, uh, you know, at the time it was whatever. And now that I don't see it's right, fine. But I just, the, the uprise of it at someone at such a young age at that time, now as an, an owner, you act like as though, you know, it, like I've said it before many times, like, should I apologize for shit in my drawers when I was two years old? Mm-hmm. Wearing diapers. I don't know. I don't know why that was brought up. It you was know, a strange kind of diversion there. It, and in, in whatever, you know, I, I, there's parts where I'm saying I get it too, right? Like, you, some could say that Kyrie didn't really even do anything. He just said a book. And then now he had to apologize and say it was anti-Semitic. Anti, uh, yeah, right? it is strange. And it was like, okay, and then what, what the book led to. So, and then, you know, and at the same time, you know, uh, in fairness of LeBron at the time, you know, he, he brought it was like, well, you guys asked me about Kyrie, but none of you guys asked about other things. Mm. I get it, though. You know, I played with Kyrie, and it's like, that's not my issue. I should be talking about the Lakers. Yeah, that's also you know true. What I'm saying? Yeah. I should be talking about the Lakers, but you want to bring that in to me because mm. I used to play with this guy. It's not on my team right now. I'm not bringing it up. You're bringing it to me. Mm. And now he brings up a contradictory th- or a, a, a situation at the same time that doesn't have to deal with the NBA. That is strange. Right? This is not a deal with the stuff that's with, like, maybe talking. If that happened, talk about it. Uh, uh, and a, if an NBA owner did that, then bring that up. Mm-hmm. It's not even NBA, it's a whole different league. Mm-hmm. There's parts of me where I'm like, um, shut the fuck up about other leagues. They have they have to handle their sh- their shit their their way. I up. know that's it is it yeah. was quite strange. Granted, I, I still I still I still rock with LeBron. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not against. I'm just like, I just don't I I don't like that argument in general mm-hmm. when it was brought up for me because it's just like that literally means you had to be per- like hey any if there's any kids listening right now I just want to let you know you got to be the stress right now you got to be perfect right now you're nine years old <laughs> you know you look at a dirty movie you're gonna get go to prison by the time you're thirty for looking at that movie. You you do you you uh you download a game or you you hack something or stole uh, MP3s you're going to prison because you cannot mess up anymore. That is strange. I mean, is that where it's at? That that's really if not, are we headed that way? I mean, I'm saying that you know this. You're a tech I, guy. I, I, I don't know. Tell that. us already, bro. Are you a clone? Are you a robot? Like, no, uh, my kidney's a clone. Uh, uh, See, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I'm not saying that. I just we just gotta like, you know. I mean, even even in the the words of Christianity, you just got to forgive people, right? Oh. Right? Like okay. you have to forgive. Like when when is there going to be forgiveness to be like, okay? My issue always has been it's not if someone did it; it's the consistency of did they mm. did they do it, and did they ever fix it? You know, mm. you can mess up and you say you're sorry, but if you continue to do it, then that's a habit. I mean, at that stage of people's career, to be on that level, you know, where professional athletes are and kind of. You know they're not living a, what what the common folk. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a, what we're watching on TV to this level. If you just factor in the amount of money they make, you would I would consider like the you know Kardashian family is like the American royal family. It's like that, like Kanye, all these people. These are like billionaires, like millionaires. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how is this? How do we interpret their their sayings? Because I'm I'm to believe, and you know I always say this. This is they're all in a production show and they're all feeding each other this stuff. And it feels like to get us all riled up. Like, why yeah. are we getting riled up? Like if you look at the way things played out, like you said, the Kyrie thing, there's little details that if you just listen to it and you look at it, you're like, that is 
It is strange. I, and, I don't know why that would happen. And, and granted, too, is like some people forget all the things that Kyrie has done for people, mm-hmm. all the all the uh, charity stuff that he's given, you know. And it's just because he brought brings up one thing, you know. Yeah. And granted, at the same time, it's off the heels of what Kanye did. So there's a subconscious connection. Could be, could be direct, could be indirect. Who knows? Yeah. But it was off the heels of Kanye saying, I think something about DefCon Five on on the shoes, you know. Which is like, yeah, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Kanye's been on a run. He's been, yeah, he's, he's a, yeah, man. He, he might be uh, doing a three peat pretty soon somewhere here, like a Bulls championship run right now. I mean, but is he? Someone mentioned this. I was talking about this briefly. It was like, um, someone said, is he even relevant? Was Kanye even relevant? Like a younger person said that. Uh, in conversation, I was like, "Oh, if that person, you know, it's funny." <laughs> now I got my little, you know, old school hat on. It was kind of irrelevant. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you all wearing Yeezys. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Like, uh, he's he's probably. I I used to argue that he's more influential than Jay Z. I kind of agree with you. You know, there. and and you say that, but you're still listening, and you understand. You know who he is. Mm-hmm. Is he relevant? Mm-hmm. Sure. You probably don't realize how many of your your favorite artists were fans of Yeezy, so that's ah, a that's good a point. that's irrelevant, you know. Yeah, that's very true. Um, maybe maybe not so much as a rapper anymore, but like the other things he has touched in in music and the 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 fashion and fashion, yeah. you know. So, uh, but as far as music, maybe maybe not so much. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I I really don't listen to the newer stuff because. Mm-hmm. It really just sounds like people talking over a beat with yeah. a rhythm. I mean, that's the new yeah. music right now. <laughs> right. You know, but it's just um, their version. It's their time. It's their time. It's, it's okay. Time. I don't have to understand. No. You know, I don't, I just don't need to sit here and hate them for it. You know, it's like, I don't understand. Okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. See, so that's why when he said that, I was like, oh, I don't know. Because he's done this before. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he has track record of, you know, saying outlandish things. Or not outlandish. It's just. He has an opportunity, and then he says his thing. Now, if it's media that's kind of corralling it as fodder and putting it out there and framing him as a guy who is, you know, of mental instability or whatever they want to call him. Um, and I'm like, to me, I'm like, yeah, I mean, he lives in a different stratosphere. Like, I don't know what he does on a day-to-day. Like, that is, he lives a crazy existence. Based did, you ever, on, did you ever watch uh, Genius? No, I did not. Okay. All right. I did not. Um, but I mean, you know, I'd followed his career loosely and seeing what he's, you know, about the things that he's been talking about more recently in the last five, 10 years. I'm like looking just as a person on the outside, like following all that, mm-hmm. you're like that fool's been through a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. So whatever he's saying now, I mean, obviously he's entitled to his opinion, however, far extreme it is and it brings you know always this big notion of what's happening in today's world is the whole free speech thing yeah you know with with tech and kind of you know paralleling your point of oh will you be persecuted for something you say and i was like depends on who's gonna be running shit you know 10 years down the road it's funny right because you know there's free speech right and that's Mm. where one of the main reasons why elon picked up twitter and then you know the swastika thing that happens with ea right and then He's no longer on Twitter. His account's suspended. suspended. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't that kind of awkward? It is. Right. Right after free speech. Right, right okay, after Elon Musk you are, buys yeah. Twitter, they say that the N word jumped up five hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Now, granted, it's trolls. Of course. 
there's no blocking of that. Now, Connie does something, and I'm not I'm not agreeing to it. I'm just saying it's funny that Elon bought that for free speech and now is blocking someone because mm-hmm. he can't stand that. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, time out. I'm I'm just playing playing the advocate on this. So when the other owners did that, you were mad. And I'm not saying that was right either. Mm-hmm. You were mad about that, but now you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So the point is, in some ways, in a weird way, that not everything should be filtered. Or should be put on there. It should be kind of filtered. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I sound weird to say this. I'm okay with parts parts of that. You know, you shouldn't filter everything. But if it filters some type of hate, then we don't need that. You know. But if it's a like, hey, now granted, hate can be anything. You know, you could say I don't, I don't believe in this or whatever. Hate, I hate, 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 hate. Right. <laughs> it, I, I think sometimes we got to be a little bit more reasonable about stuff, right? Mm. But you know. I'm just saying that not it not I don't think everything needs to be said or be put on there. Um personally, I'm not you know, just because you can have freedom of speech doesn't hold you back from your consequences of what you say. True. You know. Um and also at the same time what I said at the beginning is how often do you say these things? True. How often do you act upon these things? Yeah, it is strange. The behavior yeah. displayed online in commenting is this is almost like the the dark internet got loose. Yeah, and then yeah. what they're just trying to corral like the wildness of it because ultimately this is the darkness that lives inside of us. Yeah, of course. And yeah. under anonymous, you know, sources at the moment or ways people can express themselves without being detected. But to your point earlier, but also we know what you said. Yeah. So yeah, you know. what are we doing here? Are we still trying to keep the veil of you know? the internet over our eyes or is it a job of trying to clean it up so it doesn't go further well you, you know and granted like uh, we've we've had argument we've had statements before that they're just words right and i'm like well mm-hmm. you know i've also stated that i felt like words can cause war right mm-hmm. what you say to someone be like oh okay yeah. you're going down it could you, should should the person be strong enough to handle words yes but that's in a perfect world what you say to me shouldn't, if I'm secure in myself, shouldn't affect me. But there, I feel like after a while, there's going to be a crack in your armor. And I'm just saying that in general. So words, mm-hmm. you have to be careful what you say. They are words, but they will, they can lift or I think we can bring someone down. Greatest example is the Bible. You know, people mm-hmm. can use that for positivity. Someone can use it to enslave millions of black people in America, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It, it is crazy to see the, the filter because, like, I also say, have you ever played, have you ever played any online shooter games? <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, what are the words, what are they saying all the time up in there? Yeah. Because people think they're anonymous, right? They're yeah. like, yo, I could just uh, say whatever the fuck yeah. I want. You know? And it's, it's kind of jacked up-ish, you know? I think so. I, I agree with you. I mean... I'm of the thinking like you should be able to say what you want and also to say the shit that's really dark just keep it to yourself as we used to before Mm -hmm. like there is freedom like go you know go into the forest and and yell your shit or go camping um, or go boating and just be in the middle of the ocean say whatever you need to say or you know do do you know work out or play basketball all day or like make music mm -hmm. to counterbalance that I think what the internet was was just like a little. Peek you literally just talked about that. all the things I did. I was in the navy. 
Oh yeah, see, I used to go, go hiking. Damn, you're so, so you're supposed to say I, I, I blur out a bunch of racist stuff, huh? But no, but that's the like, whole. Like, but that, yeah, but that yeah, is yeah. the whole point, though, right? Yeah. You're kind of like you. Everybody has their dark passengers. Every, they say everybody has their. Yeah, their but why does the internet bring out the people that want to say something? Because I agree, it's a strange thing. But imagine having to navigate, and then be having to check in, and then you're monitored, and it's like, this is where I wrestle with if this is a good or bad idea is. Or if it's already happening, transparency and just having a, you know, like a digital imprint and everything logged, whether it's... Well, I mean, it already is, but... Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, what is this going to do in the future in ways of, you know, shifting cultural behaviors? I mean, sometimes the good part about things with video and cameras is that it it should keep people honest, Mm -hmm. right? Um. And there's sometimes the bad parts. It exposes things that are not that shouldn't be out there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like should we know special force tactics that are being ran right now to protect our country? Country should those things be leaked? Yes. You think so? Yeah. Well, I want to see it. You want to see it, right? Yeah. And then causes more damage. But I, I don't know. I mean, like that's like me watching, like you know, when they do NFL breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to see that. Like, like, oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, because what's what's crazier is they'll use the military. Like I was watching some, uh, what's it called? Like uh, uh, the Valor movie. I forgot what it's called. Uh, yeah. Great scene in there. But I, I they used actual seals. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking, about, I was like, so what, it's just a movie, well, they're, but they're they used to the actual people? They're not going to show the real thing. Yeah. But I will say like, it, you know, one of the things on the, sh- on the Navy was like loose lips sink ships, right? So mm-hmm. if everything's clear and whatever, your shit, you know, someone who's, nefarious will sink your ship you know? yeah exactly So sometimes it's like it's good because you want to keep people honest but then it's not good because then you keep things like mm-hmm. uh that are not supposed to be exposed you know yeah. um at a certain time you know at the same time too there's a part where i'm like like even with like kids right now i'm like i feel like laws should change right now with kids because they have access to their phones right and mm-hmm. they're knowing a little bit more because of the access to the phone then i think the laws and and sometimes their parents are even trying to um, uh, not accept. They, I feel like they're trying to uh, overlook it, right? They, maybe yeah, they're not trying to accept it. They're not trying to accept that their kids know a little bit more than than they than they do. Meaning mm-hmm. that like movies, shows, certain words that are being said. Mm-hmm. Like we've joked around. We were in eighth grade, seventh mm-hmm. grade. Internet. They didn't have filters on what we can nah, see. I don't know. Right. Wild West. Wild West. But now that's on their phone. At all yeah, times. It's all times. You know? Yeah. They know what's they know what's going on. Yeah. You know, to an extent. Like they don't know the bigger piece of the world, but they know but, the I mean, social shit, media the, part. It's right? out of the jar now. Yeah. They they're seeing so, so it's like laws gotta cut and change because like there's parts of me now where it's like we you know, you can't a teacher can't cuss at a kid, but they can listen to Drake. Yeah. They can listen to Lil Uzi Vert or or Amigos, right? Mm-hmm. Or Amigos, sorry. But yet a teacher can't say, Yo, get your shit together. You know, they can watch, they go on Netflix and watch whatever, mm-hmm. but a teacher can't, doesn't have the ability to, to check them or put them in place you know yeah. what I'm saying? With, with words. Well, because also to your talking point earlier, I think public school systems are different than they were, you know, 70 years ago or something when it was just, you know, the township and it was just people from the community and they would teach in a small little schoolhouse on the, yeah. you know, in the farmland now it's institutionalized everybody pays in it's 
you know, broadened and it's handed down through multiple layers of people and mm-hmm. it's some weird process of whatever whatever you want to see it as, like, you know, preparing you for, you know, your education in this world, in this culture. But as we've finally gone through the gauntlet and we're over here reflecting back and looking at it, we're like, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. Clearly, I don't know. A lot of people take different things from public schooling. Um, I've talked to people who went to private. Didn't It feels different, but... It's kind of the same. I'm like, hmm. Well, I mean, I think we had the discussion because, like, some people, I, I, I laugh sometimes when I hate, like, I'm not against public school. You do whatever you want with your kids, mm-hmm. right? I just think that some of my friends who are who went to public school and want to take their kids out of public school and only do private, I'm like, well, we were successful out of public school. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you, you, like, there are certain parts that I think in public school are solid where you have to deal with, will depend on the neighborhood. I have to be fair. But for the most part, you're dealing with all types of people, mm. not a, just a particular set of people. True. Because private school, you usually have to have a little bit more money to get there. Or if you're one of the lucky few kids that get bused there with a scholarship, you know. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're dealing with a very particular set of people. But even that being said, in a grander scheme, even if you're going to a high school in Elk Grove, you're only dealing with those Elk Groveian people. But mm-hmm. it's just a larger group of people from different areas. You know? Yeah. But, you know, like... You know, it's just, you can be, it really, I, well, if it comes to success and stuff after that, that really determines on the individual and what they want in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that really, and, ho- and not only is the individual, but it does, in my opinion, I have to look up the facts, it, it has to do with the individual and their drive and their support system. Are the parents there supporting them? Mm-hmm. You know, and then that gives them that tricky thing because... Then, like in the five love language book, is like, are you supporting them the need, the way they need to be supported in order for them to grow? Mm. You know, everybody knows that there's. I don't know. I'm getting kind of deep on this and silly, All good. but there, there's plants, right? You know, okay, well, you need soil and and water, mm. right? But not every plant will thrive with the same amount of water mm. and the same amount of soil, mm. and that's the same thing as humans, right? It's like, okay, this plant will thrive with less water. And drier soil. This one needs enriched soil, less water. You know things like that. Well, mm. I and, and that's how I feel like that's with with humans and kids in general. You know, mm. and as a parent, it's the greatest social ex- experiment. It is. That's why I, I rambled the hell out. Huh? No, I mean, but that is a you know something that is I definitely would think about because it's like yeah, how does in terms of the household and then in terms of what public education brings in when it's introduced at those age ranges and. You know, there's a lot of great and good and functionality that comes with public schooling for a lot of reasons. I mean, we've been a part of this system ever since I could remember, at least the public school system. And then, um, yeah, we'll break. We can take a break right now. Yeah, you're good. Um, no, we'll break. We'll break. We'll break. We'll break. Public school. Public school. Public school. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. What was it? What was it? We're, we're talking about like uh, public schools and how it works and whatnot, and how it works for you. Oh, plants. Yeah, plants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, can't do a systematic blanket. Here's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Tell these people how to do it. I think. I think it's already happening. I public schooling is changing, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think we're actually ever going to witness like a like an overnight change. Mm-hmm. It's gradually changing. I mean, depending on who keeps up and how you keep up, but 
Yeah, I mean, it, uh, all things that you, we just mentioned, I, I feel like this is what's supposed to happen. It just feels like it. Like um, we're holding on, we were holding on to a, a version of the world. And now we're kind of moving into new eras. And I think this is what it's supposed to be. Like, you remember when we went from analog to digital for yeah, public? Yeah. Like, that didn't affect us. We were like, oh, we live digital anyways. Yeah. But the people that were analog, <clears throat> that were 40, 50, 60 years old at that time, were like, what? Yeah. But we never heard that opinion. We That was not really covered like that. I think what we're doing now is just, at least the way I see it, this is, this is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. That's why it's... it's gross it feels strange you know the technology is here to stay we have been consuming information and news this way for quite a long time Mm. uh the messaging has been clear you know fake news this and you know uh, the whole notion of you know just find and find out for yourself yeah read information and come up with an opinion and then the lack of people speaking to each other but then also the the bump in you know podcasts out there yeah, and even though there's a lot, it they're probably not enough. I think that's everybody weird. should probably be doing this. That's weird because there could be a amount where like now you have to cipher through, cipher through what is real and what's not, you know. And now granted, everybody can have a voice, but it's like what is what is the factual? We're trying to figure that out, you mm-hmm. know. Because um, as you said that, one of the things I thought about was like, do you take numbers as facts? <sighs> Loosely. I try to cooperate that with like, uh, like certain things. I try to, you know, talk to people in my social sphere and bring that out and see if it got to them, and then see if that's a better barometer. Because mm-hmm. usually those numbers, you know, more or less mirror, you know, like uh, viewership of this video is this. I'm like, okay, factor that in. Okay, we're about this and then okay, only this percentage of people watch it. So, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't seem that big of a deal. In the way that I use the numbers, because I've uh, come to the understanding, like, a lot of this can definitely be inflated. Um, but it does play into effect of when I'm trying to search uh, unbiased or different information. Lesser numbers make me somewhat feel comfortable because it feels like it's someone just saying something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it feels a little more authentic where something that's like, oh, 100 million people. That was probably like produced, probably 45 <coughs> people help write it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of a sudden. Okay, I mean, so you're saying on that end, because like. In terms of numbers, like you talking and, about and, numbers yeah. like viewpoints or views, or are you talking about like statistics? Oh, no, no, I mean like statistics. Sorry. Oh, same, view, viewpoints, same. Viewpoints like. So, and it's funny because like, as I said that, my natural ide- ideology is to to attack the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm, I guess I just swim up the opposite side of the stream. You know, I go, I go against it or whatever. Mm. I try to go the different direction instead of always going what would people say. But in fairness, I will say that the numbers are true for that particular size and time. Mm. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Because I, because, and that's me trying to actually accept the numbers. Because as you see with sometimes numbers, what happens is you can either go up based off of the popularity of something. Or it can go the opposite way as you allow more things to come through, mm. right? Like, um, like they say, you know, a woman makes seventy nine cents to a dollar, right? Well, now you brought that up. Now there might be a fight to making it more, and now they're at eighty two cents to a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. So the number was true for that time being. Or you're saying that, you know, 
this many people do that or this is how people act this which kind of comes back to the nature or whatever right certain things in nature nurture in nature can be one way during a particular time but as we allow other things to happen that it changes you know mm-hmm. uh more girls play basketball less in uh, literally in the well somewhere i went to right they're saying that there are more australian kids playing basketball now it's mm-hmm. the higher growing sport mm-hmm. less parents want to do physical contact sports because of cte so now that number changes and that style changes right mm-hmm. So, or, or, or sometimes I think knowing the numbers changes things, right? So uh, what I mean by that is like, okay, they say, uh, and, and I'm, this is out my butt, but I used to read something about how like black people are more likely to commit crime, right? Impoverished, right? Well, if you're, if you're just say you're a, a statistical cop and you're looking at that, does that not subconsciously change the way you look at mm-hmm. a criminal? You're going to be like, well, statistically, this happens. True. So could that inadvertently affect the numbers? Make mean like, oh, you keep it true because you know it was true. So you hold it true. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm, I just like, so I have to, in fairness, I have to say that numbers are true for that slice of time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can change. You know? Yeah. The way that they use like uh, numbers in, you know, kind of in parallel with uh, a storyline. Mm-hmm. And then helps drive that, you know, and that's what sucks about how information's getting out because how much of it is, you know, journalistic kind of like, oh, I'm just telling you what's going on. Yeah. No, I don't have a fight in the game. This is literally, I'm here. Look, this is happening. Yeah. Just to let you guys know. <laughs> but, it doesn't, but it also, I, you know, the crazy thing is it doesn't point the overall picture, right? That's true. Because like uh, this morning, for some reason, I was just looking up uh average life expectancy okay right and they said the average life expectancy had expectancy has had dropped from 2020 to 2021 mm. and then people are like if you're outside looking at it, it's like oh average life expectancy is dropping well what happened during that time covid people died older people died mm-hmm. that affects the number mm-hmm. right so that means that some older people who probably could have lived a little bit longer died younger Mm-hmm. So it lowers the life expectancy. Some people who are younger, who had underlying health issues that they didn't know changes that. What I'm saying is that, like, you see that and you're like, oh snap, life expectancy is dropping. Then you're thinking it could be some people who are health nuts be like, see, this is why you can't be eating red meat, you know? And you can have the vegans saying whatever. Yeah. And then there could be actual vegans that died from mm-hmm. COVID because yeah. they had other things. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, it, until you say the whole picture mm. it's like okay life expectancy drop these are the things that happen during during the times that mm. could have affected it. it's mm. just saying that right good look at this we had COVID. then you had people having shut down you know suicide probably went up drinking drinking went up did you know the drinking went up during COVID? i am aware of this right drinking come up so that could be drinking that's, that's unhealthy for unreported you. things right yeah. Un- like they were talking about um uh, uh spousal abuse and went sense. Up, a lot of know? divorces happening Education, like your kids were, yeah, a lot of divorces happening, mm-hmm. right? Education slowed down. Yeah, or or uh, a new number, when we talk about divorces, right? A new number has been coming out that, that women file for divorce 70% of the time. Oh, there you go, see? Right, and, and what happened there? Oh, wait, okay, wait. So more options, more availability to get to get education, the higher the education a woman gets, the higher their the divorce rate is. Oh. Or are, are, are applying for a divorce, right? Yeah, it's like, okay. okay. So it's like, oh. 
and and you know not saying that we don't but this comes with equality in a weird way right mm. like you know pushing i'm just saying these are the things that changes with numbers and facts during the time because they 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 shift you know they do shift they shoot they shift quickly and it feels like a psychological operation because it's like it drops and does it drop with a knowing of what's going to be the repercussions? Because yeah. well, it feels like this has been slowly, you know, pandered out. Unless this is just the energy of the world and somehow this is the messaging that is warranted or wanted at the time. I have no clue. Then that goes to a deeper, you know, what you truly believe the world to be. That's yeah. the only way you could cope because after well, that, you're kind of like. And sometimes the, the world is what, what is given to you or what is the new norm at the time. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I had, I had looked up the other day was was uh, the average height in America had grown about an inch over like 50 years or something like that, right? Okay. And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, how did that happen? What, you know, usually, if you're just saying it's like, how, how could that happen? Well, then as, as certain things happen with also uh, technology access, what's gonna happen? Well, you're gonna see more access to what you think is attractive and the new normal of what attractive is, mm -hmm. right? And now there are literally people that don't even know what the average height is in America, if it's to be true, right? Yeah. Because I know how you feel about that, but. Of course. Like, Ask one person, it's like, you know, that uh, she had brought up, I was talking about dating, and I had said something about my height, and she said, you in height, and I said, you in height, and she said, what do you mean? I said, well, you date nothing but tall men, she's like, it's not my fault, which is, this is, a, I want to see how you think about it, it's not my fault that only tall guys talk to me, and I'm thinking like, okay, have you ever dated anybody of average height? She said, yeah, I have, 5'10", 5'11", B, you don't even know what the average height is. In America, average height of America, right as of right now, is five nine for a male, five mm -hmm. four for a female, mm -hmm. right. So I said that, right, and I also laughed because I'm like, well, the, her selection is tall guys, right. She doesn't even know what the average height is, and then she tries to sit there and say, it's not my fault that sh shorter men don't like her mm. when she's the one selecting. So this is a subconscious trait of dating certain people, mm -hmm. you know. Of the woman, subconscious. Of the of the of the of the woman, you know. Uh, how tall is she? Five four. She's of average height. Oh well, then. My opinion is, whoever got to her first was a tall person, and that's all she used to. <laughs> yeah, right. That's really what it is. I mean, because like you said, oh, it's not my fault. I was like, the way I think about it, it's never a woman's fault ever. It really isn't because I think that's. Oh, you really feel that way? Like, like or, I really. Or are you just using it as like as a like a like? I they because don't. I don't think that they, like, they're not paying attention like that. All they're doing is just rolling with the punches. That's how I think about it. any the way I see it or the way it's been told or the way whatever. They're not cerebral like that, you know. So that's why when they if, even if she meant that or not, it's like, it's not your fault. You know, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like oh, that's, fuck that, dude. I don't, I'm sorry. I, I don't get down with I mean, but, don't get but, me wrong. But, there but, probably are women out there that are like that. I just think it's a lot of work for a female to have to go through all that. Because like you said, so, they so, have it easy. So, so anything that I've felt or did or feeling and didn't fix is not my fault. For like, females or males? No, for males. I mean, for it's, males. even if it is, even if you feel like it's not your fault, it's always going to be your fault. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's so what I'm saying is like, uh, I'm depressed about the height, blah, blah. You need to get over it. What do we say offside, right? Like, there's no place for a man. Like, oh, you just need to get over it. You're a mm -hmm. man. Yeah. And if I said it's not my fault, it's like, hey, grow your pair of nuts. And that's what sucks. Because the end of the line is us. <laughs> we are the end of the line. So this is what's strange to your point earlier is because it's like, okay, if we're the end of the line, 
we're treated like we're like nothing or they're trying to perceive it as man ain't shit mm-hmm. whether it's on tv movies whatever you want to it's just the whole entire narrative that is being pushed out there is like that that's why there's that you said big pushback with dudes getting out there reclaiming their manhood or you know being a man whatever it is mm-hmm. i think that that's only out there because that's the game of media but mm-hmm. in reality the, the way is always displayed in my head is like yeah, we're always at fault and it ain't equal that's why i don't believe in equality just because it's there's not an example of it and that's why i just take the most basic man and woman argument in the idea of relationships because it's always back and forth so, so and it's just let, hard to let be me equal, clarify man. i agree with you but the angry part of me fights the part saying that they that they're that they're that they say oh uh it's not my fault was like take accountability like i should but but, even I, but, I, but do, I, like but, what are they gonna but, say but what i'm saying but no no i what I'm, I'm that's what i'm saying the angry part about me is like no fucking take accountability right uh-huh. but the reality is is like it's not it's, gonna happen it's yeah. not gonna happen even if they and, did and, admit know, to it it would it, give you, you satisfaction you lose, you lose. yeah <laughs> it's like god damn it you will you will lose yeah you so know, at the end of the day lose. it's like we end up with the l so then the mindset changes to well then you know what I'm just going to be on my own thing and I'm going to view this. I has to be like this just be for my sanity. Cause there's no way I could think that you are ultimately, you know, in charge of doing that, you know, like, Oh, you know, you are in the main selection. So, you so get to so select. You, you take it as in like, that's just the, you accept it because that's how you can move forward instead of worrying about it. In a yeah. Way. Instead of like toiling uh, over I'm, it. I'm going to have to dap you up on that one. Because honestly. That's all I, I think. The, like, to yeah. be honest with you, I do believe that. I mean, like, it's better just accept what shit is. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. So you can move forward. Yeah. Now, for those that can withstand the fight, thank you. Oh, yeah. That fight the good fight. Yeah, for fight most good people, fight. Yeah. For most people, you keep fighting it. It's going to be depressing. It's going to be sad. You're just going in a circle. Yeah. You may not have ending. the proper chops to 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 write why it should change. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm just like, like write it down and, and eloquently put it out there. But like, yeah, like for the most part, the faster you accept it, the better you can deal with it. Yeah. That, um, that's, I, that's you know, let, let someone else who's stronger deal with it and pave the way. Mm-hmm. But even whatever we consider strong, I mean, I hear relationship stuff uh, off and on, like some of the podcasts I listen to have sections of where they just talk about, you know, relationships in, in the funniest way too. It's hilarious, but you hear and i don't know how real those people that call in or write in but you hear some of the examples you're kind of like i that's the only thing that goes through my head because mm-hmm. a lot of the times that's kind of the final yeah, that's, that's but, not but, your fault. but what you said though what, what you said contradicts kind of what Samuel, kevin samuel says though what does he say because he usually argues back at the girl and says you don't even follow that like they, they try to fight against it let me take that back they don't accept the reality of yeah. stuff they try to fight it. Yes. So I guess it kind of goes in line, but yeah. he's trying to tell him like, you won't even go against the. But that's why saying, he yeah. only got popular when he started talking to women. Yeah, that's very true. Because when you're talking because to men, it was you like, see that as entertainment because you're like, well, look at these, they well, don't listen. Yeah, and, and 90% of the stuff is you go online, you're just going to, I mean, in my opinion, 90% of the stuff is like dating to talk about how the man doesn't do anything, right? Well, that's a lot of it. Like when you have a lot of, you know, it's always that, uh, yeah, you know, women writes a book like how to catch, yeah. uh, you know, hot women. Like, yeah, that's like the whole the Patrice O'Neill thing. Like, 
oh, a fish is going to write a book on how a fisherman, yeah, yeah, how to catch Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like yeah. That, you can't. How to catch that. a black person. But First then of all, they have it like, oh, no, this is how you do give, it. Give, yeah. us, give us keys, some dried out turkey. Yeah. That's how you catch us. I mean, that's it's why it's like it's it's this has been this thing the whole time. So that's why Kevin Samuels and all that, you know, the Andrew Tate's and, and uh, whoever else is having these discussions about man-women relationships, there's always going to be that that energy, you know, back and forth. And I, that is what's captivating. I think that's why something like Kevin Samuels or Andrew Tate, it's because they're taking a stance that isn't new. It's just reintroducing it to a whole new generation again. Well, well yeah, I had, I had a friend that, that pointed out, which I, I, you know, depending if you believe in, in God and, and the Bible or church or whatever, but mm-hmm. he said that he said that the, uh, the original sin for a man as a woman and the original sin from a woman is to take the man's place. Mm-hmm. And and that goes back from Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. That a man, when 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 open, or f- he can be deceptive, deceptive by a woman that will eat the eat the apple, mm-hmm. right? While the woman's job is to always fight for the man's place position. Exactly. Right. And when I when I heard that, I was just like, you know, once again, I was like, actually, that one was like just a holy crap. That seems to be true. You know, maybe in America, maybe it was written. And it's crazy, if you believe or not, it's crazy how certain things are written so many years ago that seems to still hold true. People have been fighting it forever. Right? <laughs> the real war is yeah. men versus women. Yeah, that, that's, that, it's the most interesting thing. That's yeah, why it's like, Civil war, it's know? not new knowledge. It's to our point of like, this knowledge has been lost. And it's not, and the way it's been perceived <laughs> is, is wrong. We're, you know we're, we're opening up the book, we're like... Yes, so book of, book of Pimp of 1960. This is what a man said, right? And how it's like, is this how is this still true? I mean, that's when you think about that era, right? It's like, what was dictating men's like mindsets at that time? What was yeah. the what was the commercialization, and what were they showing? And you look at some of the movies. I mean, I see movies and TV shows where like I always talk about open handed slaps on TV. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this is just what's happening. You know, like a Family Feud. That guy used to just kiss everybody on the lips. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's just what uh, machismo, bravado, men just kind of, that was their thing, work on muscle cars, you know, whatever, that's yeah. the era. Work, work on work on their p- purpose, right? You know, and then now it's, like I said, being reintroduced. And it's always that, what's that saying that's been going around that everybody's saying? Like a uh, hard man and make, you know, soft, whatever, hard times uh, make uh, soft men or hard, hard men. I thought it was hard times make a hard man. Or there you go, something whatever. like that. Yeah, oh, snap. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, shit, my bad. No, you're yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I was like, okay. So as this narrative is being out there and we're talking about psychological operations, you know, through media, um, this is supposed to happen. That's why I said that there's going to be a pendulum swing. I don't know how far, but I'm just, Yo, I think it's coming. It's coming there's hard, like, right? A lot, there's a lot of people that are like, I'm tired. I mean, there's a lot of people like, I'm tired of this. Like, yes. All right, cool. Go yeah. visit. Go. Because there's, there's talks about like, there's going to be a lot of, uh, single women, <laughs> like a lot of single women in the forties. Cause depending on what you listen to. And, and some people say, don't lower your standards. It's like, it, it's not about standards. It's having re- realistic ex- expectations. There's a difference, mm. you know, you can say whatever, you know, you can choose and you can be unhappy forever because your standard, whatever you say it is, is not realistic to what your output is given, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, there's, you know, there's, there's studies saying that women are <coughs> way more picky now and especially on online though, which is different, but, but I mean, that is but, majority of how people. Well, communicate. yeah, but online, online is online. A lot of times, and this goes back to what you're saying. 
online a lot of times is a fantasy world, mm. right? Right? You, online, you literally online. It online is almost like Vegas, right? Mm. Vegas is almost online. You, you talking about go, when they the giving you the tickets on the, the street the, with the, the, the people with the you, you can, like Vegas, what they call it, Sin City, right? So online, you can go through any trip, any trouble, vice, or whatever. You can almost look yeah. at it, right? Yeah, it's true. And so you you go on there and you create your perfect world online, like a game, mm. and you're like, well, online, my value is worth more. So I'm going to put this filter on this type of person or this type of man or woman mm. that makes this amount, right? Mm -hmm. And I get it because, you know, uh, according to one study, they're saying that on, on certain dating apps that there are three times more men than there are women on dating apps. So women oh, have three more options mm -hmm. for every one or for, for, so a guy has one third of the options like, oh, snap, you know? Mm -hmm. So they have more of a selection. Always, they always had a selection. So we always listen to this. Kids don't fool you. Women are always doing choosing, right? Mm -hmm. But so now they can just put in whatever they want. Well, there's a lot of men that are quitting dating because they're tired of putting up with it. And then on, on top of that, you can just go online and jerk off to your fantasy woman that you have online, you know? It is at a it is at a certain uh, fork in the road between men and women right now. At least right. socially is the way the narrative plays. I can't really speak for certain if this is truly in the numbers because I, numbers are strange. But um, in terms of just, you know, if you had to just – I always like to use the public schooling idea where what you're seeing in public school more or less is going to be – ultimately the world you're living in whether it's a mm -hmm. you know how your world breaks down you know like through uh, ethnicities or political views it's all kind of displayed in a small microcosm in high school so mm -hmm. you're essentially kind of there so when you do those numbers amongst those people because you could really kind of if you wanted to look at your entire fucking you know graduating class and do a rundown of who's married and who's if you want to yeah, go that deep because that is a realistic yeah. statistic and then from there that'll probably reflect more of a, a reality whether it's you know something that's reported or basically you just off of you know your own little circle and you're like okay so clearly this is a trend so then we have these conversations and then it is a you know it always goes back to that whatever the philosophy is because like you said if there's going to be a whole bunch of single women coming to you know pass pretty soon what was it that they were following and what was the messaging and who was it coming from because if we weren't controlling the narrative as guys or you know if we weren't engaged or whatever was going on with you know men women at this time what the fuck was going on? Yeah, and, 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 and all fairness, it's not just on women. Like even guys, right? Sometimes may not understand where they really. Now, granted, I'm saying you have enough skill, you can get anybody mm -hmm. on either side, right? Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of men that are having uh, porn star fantasy type women that they think that they should be actually dating. You know what I'm saying? Which is not. It's not real. It's not real. Like it's it's not real. Not saying you can't. Mm. I'm just saying. That you have a, if you're not a certain type of person that falls within line with their attractive, you know, the majority of them, then it might be harder for you to get there, right? Mm. I'm not going to tell someone who plays basketball with your 5'8 that you won't get into the NBA. You can get there. It's just going to be a lot harder mm. for you to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, just like if you're 6'4, right? And in 6'4, you're like, okay, that's a decent height, but then you're overweight and not fast or athletic. It's going to be harder for you. So it's not saying you can't. It's just saying that, hey, r realistically, it's just going to be a lot harder. And if you know that, you have to work You have to work towards your strength to get there, you know? 
True, true. I think with the uh, pornographic material in relation with youth, that is the the X factor. I think that is the thing trying to account for in terms of when it's introduced and then how much of the accessibility is truly affecting the mindset of, you know, kids. Because I think where we were at, was like still trying to just find fucking you know dub tapes and yeah. you know magazines and shit. So it wasn't you had to sneak into the the, the back mm-hmm. curtain real quick. Yeah, exactly. Paying attention just to get a side boob. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's why I'm like we were of the Skinamax world. So yeah, we only now have evolved to whatever this is. Uh, how much of this is accessible to a kid that's you know in elementary school? You Bruh, know, a how scrambled a scrambled titty on tv was amazing you're like oh, oh I, God, half a second i saw yeah, half a second it was on the bottom screen it was yeah, green but it was yeah, real you were looking all the way down like that's nice you know and there's a certain boom. level of innocence yeah, there yeah. as a boy don't get me wrong it's just trying to figure out how does that fit in in culture in your and, immediate and, culture and, and even that like right like even that is is kind of fucking up some of the young girls and boys boys and girls but oh, young yeah. girls too is like oh i gotta get this implant and whatever you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like you know like I joke around to say I I joke around to say that you know plastic surgery is an easy fix for women while most men have to fix themselves internally to become that's the game we play right you know like I mean yeah you can get the money right yeah but if you still if you still don't have a, a grasp of yourself that can be effed off you know what I'm saying true true so but uh, you know and and if someone gets plastic surgery whatever I'm just saying like it, it's the one is an easy fix while another might be a longer term internal fix and even if you fix yourself externally it doesn't necessarily for some people fix themselves internally no it just does a quick fix of what they think they want it can i can't speak for everybody yeah it can yeah but that's why i said that that why is equality is not real between men and women only because we are not of the same stature Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form that's why the equality doesn't be yeah but that's why it's kind of like when you just mentioned that, that's a big difference, you know, internally for men, uh, externally for women, men at least not, in culture. Men were not designed by whatever designed us, mm-hmm. if you believe it's uh, evolution or not. Because mm-hmm. for evolving, then maybe, you know, women will have babies by themselves, just immaculate, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as of right now, right, we were designed as a man to insert, pregnant, get the woman pregnant and that's yeah. the design right we usually for the most part other than weight training now because there are women women that can now outlift men that don't weight train as much yeah but for the most part men are born with more muscle than women you know and that is not a bad thing that's what makes us beautiful and the differences you know but see i don't think they're i don't think that's a majority of them <laughs> I, I honestly feel like it's maybe there's a lot of them on the fence and confused right now, but I I think that's just some weird shit that they put out there. Like, oh yeah, because like, I, I was like, why? Why are you putting I, this out there? Women I, don't really. I don't think women think like that. I joke around and say, you know, what I what I realized what equality was was just at work mm. and not at home. Mm. You know, mm. even 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 women that have uh, been successful in career, I believe internally still wants the man to lead. Of course, you know. Yeah, I always make Even that fucked up joke where it's like yeah. you see two like uh, females, one's always gonna be miserable. 
Just because that's the one doing all the guy shit. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> it's roles. It's not necessarily like gender based. Like some arguments will put out it, it there. It would so never understand why a guy is miserable. It's like, you know what I, you know I got to do? I got to come home. I got to do this. I got to And not even complain about it because I'm not supposed to. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, the Patrice O'Neill thing. Then I don't get the big piece of chicken. Yeah. that's. We have a different internal drive. Women have something else. I can't speak. I always say I can't speak on what they do. And I don't. I, I'm sometimes of the belief like. They choose sometimes, and sometimes they just fall into something. I mean, it is random. Don't get me wrong. Like, relationships are strange in general, but mm-hmm. um, if you had to, you just have to create a philosophy to kind of run with, like, you know, like principles and things that you kind of believe in to, okay, this is just my, just what I believe. Because if you're in the fray and you're in a relationship, oh, man, it's like, who's leading the way? The yeah. female just lead you to nowhere. Like, <laughs> where are we going? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you yeah. just left at the end of the road. She's like, I don't know. Okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is fifth grade I, all over I, again. I left you. Why? Because I'm going to go over to this person who had the map and the directions where to go. Yeah, know? but see, that guy over here, like, well, I'm just drawing it as I go. Like, yeah. oh, man, what the fuck? What'd you show her? <laughs> but I just like, showed her this. I just showed her, I showed her way. Do you know what you're No. But I, I was confident in myself to keep going. See, and that's man. That is yeah. the, the man way. It is the. Uh, you know, competition. That's kind of like why we've had those discussions with sports. Like, oh, they don't keep score because it's like that was just a part of the whole taking out, you know, competition amongst men in oh, in yeah. a lot of ways. And it kind of takes away from the natural instinct of what we have to want to, you know, compete. Where we draw emotion and it becomes something crazier, that's where we practice, you know, calming emotions and keeping your head in the game and all those principles. Mm-hmm. But as that's deconstructed, like I said, it's basic. It's like, yo, is, you know, self-improvement, you know, basic man versus woman, just that it's always been the case. Why have we diverged so far from it as of right now? Like we were talking about off camera, like, you know, fluid genders and why did it divert? How did we go from man, woman to all this stuff? And that's like a real question because, this is con. This has came on like in the last what three, four years. I mean, it felt like it came on strong in the last six. Yeah, sure, like super strong. Strong, yes, Whereas, like, yeah, like yes. strong. We can't even say strong. Yeah, you say strong, strong with the C in it. A K, yes. yeah, or a K, yeah, yeah, strong. You know, like it came on strong, and it's like, and then it definitely is more, uh, definitely more fluid in a lot of way. Definitely seeing a lot more people transitioning and, and maybe that was the somewhere down the last five or six years there's the the breaking point you know i feel like every so often there's a breaking point in where the floodgates open mm. uh mm. we can say that about interracial relationships mm. you know uh maybe not so much in the 60s and 70s but maybe in the 80s the, it just boom blew up you know mm. and you saw it more often mm. um but it's 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 probably the same way with with the fluid and, you know, lesbian transitioning um, culture, you know, or, or community, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's 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 super strong, you know. But that community can't be big. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know the numbers. I mean, I th- think one thing I was reading a while ago was saying that more younger people are identifying that way more as they as they. At the time when you don't even know what the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've, I've stated it before, not no cap on anybody. I said if I could transition when I was a kid, I would have been a motherfucking Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm like, I mean, and I, it's not the cap. It's like, I. Nope, that is literally what they're yeah, saying. So, you, therefore, you, that I can say that. <laughs> you, you really. But I'm saying, like, 
I'm doing it as yeah, a cat, but it's like I don't I don't shit, I'm still 40 years old learning things and boundaries mm-hmm. of myself. We're learning new things every day. Yeah. You know, that's that's why even like side note, I seen I seen in some high school sports, there's kids having tattoos. And I'm like, fuck, I I never got one because I never knew anything I wanted to keep on my body that long other yeah. than my penis. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, no. I, mm. So it's crazy to see that some people know exactly at that age. And maybe it is different times where, you know, like I said, the phone, they're on it. Mm-hmm. They, get, they get more um, more cues. They see more than what. More social think, cues, yeah. More than what, like, I feel like we knew. Um, not saying that we didn't know much. It's just that it's just accessible. I think we were going off each other more than we were going off of yeah. a phone. Yeah. At least that's and, and now you're going me. off of people. And now you're going off of people. Now, granted, we take well. We're not just going off each other. We're also going off of what we decided as the artist or rapper that we thought was cool. Yeah. Right. But now that's way more accessible with even just random people looking at the stardom of people on TikTok or Instagram, and just going off of the way they live. And a lot of them seem to be just a carbon copy of another person, which is fine. We've all done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As you're saying that, I'm thinking like that. That shit happened to us too. So whatever's happening to the youth now, happened to us. It, but it's just more accessible. Yes. We, like more options. But they don't know but, that. No, they don't know that. See, it's, the, it's the norm, right? That's how the new yeah, generation yeah, will be like. Like we, they're gonna have it at. They don't have to even look shit up. They could just think about it, and it'll show up. Like how many people? <laughs> like we, we had a friend in in elementary school that wanted to be a crip. Oh, yes, I do remember this. Remember? Yes, yes. Him and his other friend were trying to be Crips or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, okay, you know, listen to Snoop, listen to whatever. And, and we were smart enough to, I mean, that person changed, but it was like, we were smart enough to look at it like, that's cool and all, but that's not what we want to be. Yeah. Because it didn't, it didn't I don't look, think so. You watch the like, whole yeah, movie, yeah, it doesn't turn like, out good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, never, it never really, you know, like. Not too many happy it, endings in those. Like, like for me, like, I've, I've joked around with people who are like, oh, Scarface, man, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and sometimes I'm, I've been thinking, like, people who have Scarface hung up in their room, to me, I'm like, you're dumb. Because mm. to me, it's like, unless you're talking about the other part, most of them are doing it because of the gangster shit, right? And I'm like, but that motherfucker died at the end. Yeah. He lost every fucking thing mm. that was important to him. Yeah, fast life. You know, he was trying to he was trying to come up. He didn't. His girl didn't stay because she because what he what he got was a girl that wasn't there for him. Yeah. she just liked him for what he had, right? Yeah. His his sister got killed. His mm. best friend. He killed his best friend. Mm-hmm. You know. The only thing he stood up to was not not killing a kid. There you go. <clears throat> Which is cool. Whatever. You know, and then some people say you don't follow the rules, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't kill kids. I'm not a monster. Right. Hey. And then he died for that, which is fine, whatever. But he lost everything on greed and trying to At do that. End. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, you Scarface. I'm like, to me, the other message is like, you, you, you go, you go fast. You you lose fast yeah, too. Fast you know? life, fast. You know, fast, and, fast. and then if you get too greedy, everything can be lost. You know. Or I've also heard this narrative: Scarface is that come from nothing and build up an empire. Yeah, and and so I've heard people say that, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, I'll give you part of that, but you want to put that one as up where he died? Yeah, off of coke. But you know how it is. This like, is like, like how people interpret like, the Bible. It's like, yeah. I'll just take the parts I, I need. Yeah, yeah. I'll just see it like, you know what I'm saying? He came from nothing, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, but what did he do? He killed a bunch of people. He sold drugs. He yeah. had everybody. But I'm just saying he came from nothing. 
fucking fix your way of thinking, bro. Yeah. In my opinion. You know? But I mean, that is often, you know, referenced movie. But it's strange because I've heard people's takes on it, uh, you know, a couple of different people, not not too many, but just, yeah, it is interpreted differently. And then how that matriculates to an individual. It's just strange how that is just one of the more popular examples amongst men. And they take so many different things from it. It's like... Mm-hmm. The dark passenger says, "Yeah, I'm trying to do all of that." But in reality, the the really you know coming in as an immigrant and you know making your way and you know telling the world "fuck you," it's me versus there is a certain honesty there. Yeah. But then the rest of the movie, you kind of like, well, clearly people trying to do all that shit too. But but it was like <laughs> okay, but like it's funny because it's like okay, there's other I don't know I can't say of another movie right now. So in fairness, I can't think of one right now. But there's other there could have been other movies of an immigrant coming in there, establishing a business, and then becoming an empire of that business for working. But this was on doing illegal shit, and yet this is the most revered one. You Ain't know? no one trying to watch a movie when someone works hard and then you know uh, makes it through hard work. Besides, like uh. Happiness is, or no, <coughs> or a, secret, pursuit of, of happiness. Se- uh, uh, secret of Marcus says, a pursuit of happiness. Yeah. yeah you know? Ain't no one watching that. Like, ain't no one <laughs> referencing <laughs> that. People love victory stories, man. Come from nothing to make it. They do, something. but they don't like it as much as, like, Scarface. Because <laughs> we were stupid on it. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm but, I mean it's right like that now. now. But I agree with you. Right it's now, it's you music. Know? It's culture. Everybody likes violence. Everybody likes sex. Everybody. But not. I mean, there's, there's a true. That's right? what they like, force UFC it on. was the other day. People like, I don't watch UFC because I'm not into it anymore. More, right, mm. people love it's so funny because people are like, Oh my god, brutality, blah blah blah. blah. I want to my, put my kids in contact sports, usually, they're not the same people, but then be out there watching UFC and and loving people getting the shit kicked out of them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's true. Action movies and action games are some of the highest selling games. God of War, video game, where dudes acting as guys just chopping people up. That's you know what point. I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's a like, very popular hey, game. You know what? Hey, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't represent, but I'm going to play the shit out of this motherfucker. But that's who we are. That's why it's like to me, as I factor in all the things we talk about, you think about it like, man, this this is this world is silly. It's it really is, silly. It so that's why it's like we're all walking contradictions. Yeah, so that's why when we get it out and it's like we'll go hard one way and the next thing we say is literally contradicting that. It's like, dude, it's just what we are. It's just what we are. Walking contradiction. You know we're silly. We're silly people. Like, I don't know if it was Eminem or whatever said. It's like everything's funny until it happens to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll make fun of that. And then that's you true. say something like, yo, motherfucker, that shit's racist as fuck, dog. Yeah. With tears like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, think that's why you look at something like, let's just say, for instance, like the the Kanye situation, right? It's like everybody is on him and narratives are out there and people reporting on it. And it's because it's going to get a lot of views. Okay. So when people look at it, either people are championing what he's saying and everything that comes with it, or people are like, hate, cancel him, one or the other. It's, It's doing at least what I think it's supposed to do, which is, you know, separate our minds and our people to kind of yeah. feel a certain type of way. Um, but then also to, you know, really think about what is being said and then trying to computate that in your own mind. Cause it's, it's viral yeah, for a yeah, reason. Yeah. I don't I know mean, why. Like, so you watched it, right? I only watched what he said. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's parts where I'm just like, Oh, Oh, Kanye. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when I like everything with, with Kanye, you have to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And remove your emotional shock from what he says and try to really break down. Because a lot I feel that a lot of things that Kanye says off the cuff are emotional statements with not a lot of clarity. But there are things that have some truth to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say Hitler did great things. But under him, there were things that happened that made great products, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and granted, 
you know, if anybody feels a certain way, Volkswagen was a car company that was derived under him, right? Sure so if you, you know, in a weird way, indirectly, you you support Hitler by driving Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. And Audi, Audi, I believe, is a subsidiary and bought off of him. I'm not going to sit there and stay woke and say you shouldn't do that. What I'm going to just say is that, you know, sometimes he just says stuff. And you're like, Kanye, your delivery is terrible, mm. in my opinion. You know, your mm. delivery is terrible. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's exactly what you're doing. But, like, there's parts where I'm like, oh, Kanye. But I kind of, in an odd way, I kind of get what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, there's years ago, you know, when he when he's talked about uh, uh, slavery was a choice. I'm like, you can't sit here and tell me that slavery was a choice many years ago. Now you could probably say number wise, they over they most slave uh, plantations, the the slaves outnumber their owners. So you can say yes. Anytime you enslave an animal or you put you put anything mm. into a certain situation, you know, there's there's a there's been studies showing like an elephant put into a cage after a while it adapts to it and knows it has to go to the cave, right? Mm. But what I believe what he was trying to say was like slavery, the slave mentality in today's society is a choice, mm. you know, but then it just, it just depends on how you, it just executes stuff terribly in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Cause the part where I'm like, I can get what you're kind of saying, but maybe I'm putting my own filter because I'm still trying to, as much as I get irritated by kind of, I'm still trying to protect him mm-hmm. in my own, I guess, bias, you know? I mean, you have to look at him as, you know, a human being. Yeah. Whether he is or not, it's up to discussion, but at least you look at him and it's like, okay, this is a guy who has an opportunity to say something. Why is he saying this? And then whatever theories go with that. But it is somebody with his opinion. He's lived a life and he's entitled to say what he says. I think it should be open for discussion in any way, shape, or form, however you want to engage. And that's it. I'm just, the whole canceling thing and why that happens. I'm more of the thinking that this is a kind of a way to introduce how to curve, you know, the way that we talk about certain things as a social thing. That's even even when he said he loved Hitler, right? And he, cause he said like, you know, he's a Christian and you say love Hitler. Well, in some many extreme forms of Christianity is to even love thy neighbor and the person who hates you. Yeah. So there's a part where I'm like, well, that is true. In extreme sense, I, there's another part where I've heard mm-hmm. people say that like, mm-hmm. you know what? You tried to stab me. But guess what? I still love I you. I still love you. I forgive you. I forgive you, yeah. right? I, I'm not saying I'm that same way, but I'm just saying, okay, that's an extreme side to it. So, you know, it's just, I mean, there to me, I I feel like he's going through a mental breakdown, and it's obvious over time and time. And I do think it's funny how, how hard people are going at him and the people, in my opinion. I don't know everything that goes on, in my opinion, and this is also partially when you when you get really powerful and successful, you start to filter out people who don't say no to you. True. A lot right? of yes men. A lot of yes men. Mm. Right. Uh, I just there's a part where I'm watching. It's like where are his people at? Where is it going on? Because we're all laughing and giggling, and we're just we're literally, in my opinion, just watching this person fall apart, and yet we get we laugh at this person. I mean, it's entertainment, right? Yeah. And yet, and yet, yet. Right, I'm not even gonna throw out cultures or whatever. And yet, a kid could shoot up a school, and you could say, "Damn, I feel bad for that kid. He must have been going through some stuff." Strange, right? Strange. It is strange. You know, that's a very interesting, contradictory situation right there. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. 
you know, I'm not sitting there saying either side's good. I'm just, it just, to me, and once again, I'm, I'm biased. Yeah. Kanye's the reason I got into banking beats and he's upset at me when I, when he did the Sacramento come to the, the, you know, golden one, drop the mic, close it. I was sick at that time, excited to see the person that got me into making mm. beats. And he did that. Right. Mm. But there's a part of me that holds on to the old Kanye. That doesn't mean that's he, who he is now. That's like, I feel like ever since his mom, he's just been slowly losing it and losing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been said that he's on meds. We don't even know sometimes are the meds helping it or making it worse? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I believe, too, once you become, you know, if you're in my in my room, I have an energy drink right here. Right. And I, I say that because sometimes you use certain things and you don't realize you become dependent on things. And then when you're not around it you exposed you have no energy it, it, it's that withdrawal moment like mm. like 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 you say someone uh getting off of crack or drugs you know mm-hmm. and that those times are sometimes the worst moments yeah I, i'm i'm just i'm just throwing that out there spitballing I'm, I'm, spitballing I'm, yeah the ball who knows what we're watching here but i mean he is definitely getting airplay and there's a lot of eyes and there's a lot of a lot of headlines um but i mean he's not new to this he has said some things in the past that have gotten you know, to this level of exposure. It, it, well, to say that um, I, I laugh and it's all, this is a contradictory, but it's funny because when he says it one way and a certain group of people are idolizing him, once he says it against that group, that was like, no. Mm-hmm. And I said on both sides, you yeah. know, he said, George Bush doesn't like black people. Black people like, that's damn right. Damn. Yep. Now they call him Kanye racist. It's like, now Kanye says something like, you know, white lives matter, which it should, and in turn, right? Yeah. Now, is it coming from a, a disingenuine point? I don't know. It felt that way. But now they don't, you know, it is. But, but, but it's not only just black, it's the opposite side. You had Republicans that didn't like him when he did that. Yeah. And now when he's like saying what they like, there's a microphone in his fucking face every yeah. time. Let's let's see. And and I hate that. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate that. This is why. Because anytime a black person agrees with a certain group of people, they put that motherfucker on the mic and then try to make that the figurehead to say, "See, he gets it." That's a good point. I fucking hate that. But that's a good point. I think you that's know? how. Like you know, I don't know how media ultimately works, but when you think about it that way. And, and let me it just clarify, feels like that. And let me just clarify: that's any that's any person of a of a group that feels that they've been uh, disenfranchised or or uh, marginalized or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if it's a woman on a on a male podcast, a woman just says something that might fall in line with the red pill. Men are like, "See, <laughs> yeah, this BZ got it." You know, yeah. So it's just and it, it, it's just frustrating. So I can see why some people may not want to openly talk about it. Yeah, know? but see the way that people consume it, and then where do those people go to have that other, you know, level of conversation about something like that? Because whether if it's social fodder or if it's actual something that affects that, when do people ever get that opportunity? Is that in the anonymous comment box? I guess so. You guys said. Well, let me let me ask you: Did you ever feel that way? Being like, if you said something against, like, mm. the Filipino culture publicly, did you ever feel that way? Like, gosh, I don't know if I want to say this or not. No, I never really truly felt like ultimately Filipino because okay. it's like I'm I don't speak the language and I'm not from there. Okay, I barely eat the food, and I never really spoke the language, so I just always kind of. 
American. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, so that's mm. just me specifically. Um, where my ethnicity kind of started rearing its head was maybe like middle school, high school a little bit, where it's like, okay, this is the social group, you know, that is existing, you, and I am of this social group. You know, you know, that, you know. I, I told you multiple times. That's when I that was the first time I realized I was black. Yeah, yeah, meaning, meaning, yeah, like, yeah, meaning like I knew I knew it before. I was called N word a bunch of times uh-huh. in, in elementary, but that's when I saw the separation in the culture. Where it's like, am I supposed to be hanging out with my friends I grew up with who are all this, or am I supposed to only hang out with the mm. black kids? Mm-hmm. See, right? Yeah, but to you know the flip side of what you said about that, I I felt that way because I've always felt. And even now, sometimes I, I I'm gonna be real. I get hesitant to say things because it's like I've been that fucking figurehead. The moment I say something, it's like, oh, see, our black friend Marcus is smart. He understands. It's like I, I'm speaking for me. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to be represented, and now I'm either one figurehead or I'm the sellout of another. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I, I feel that pain too. I'm mm. just saying this, and then it's like, I don't want to. You know what? This is a weakness. I'm 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 opening it up. I'm being I'm being vulnerable. I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit there and say this and and feel like I'm being left in a culture just to showcase for another one. And sometimes it feels like in order to get approval, you have to appease the other group. And I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking for me. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, yes, I am black, but then I have mixed opinions on things. Yeah. And that's okay we're so divided that you can't be that way so i no longer want to speak on it publicly yeah i get what you i get where you're coming from i i have i have the opinion of black people have it very interesting in america because you guys are under the microscope you guys are in the public eye. so i think that as you know the way i observe it and the way i've heard it before black people is like why do black people gotta stand up for somebody who does some fucked up shit but then if someone white does something every black person? Oh man, I don't know. That's just a crazy person. Yeah, a black person does something. He's like, well, he's black. I mean, I gotta say something. It's like, <laughs> goddamn, why is it that way? <laughs> no, I mean, that's the question I brought up sometimes. I'm like, no, effed up is effed up. It is. It should be right. And and what Kanye says, right? Because uh, there's where I'm conflicted. Where I've seen some people be like, well, I mean, he said it's true, and and then I'm like, well, you know. Are we going to sit there and say what he said was right? Should have been said because if it was said against a black person, would you have accepted that? And the most likely is no. So we shouldn't just say that. Is some of the stuff he might be saying is true? Probably. I don't know. I have to do my research. Mm-hmm. But when somebody says something about black people and then there's some truth to it, why are we quiet? Why are you quiet? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it has to be right or, you know, but it's like, I'm just saying, like, it, we have to hold the standard the same way, regardless of the race, you know. And, mm. and although I do believe that it's more nuanced than that, though, mm. you know, it's more it's, it's more deeper than just black and white. No pun intended, because there's gray areas to a lot of things that happen. But there is. But I just hope that you try to hold the standard. And I do remember this is praise to my father. Right. And rest his soul. When the OJ trial came out, my dad was a person in, in law enforcement. And that's also another difficult thing is being a black person in law enforcement, right? Mm. But he was a black man in law enforcement, and he had said OJ was guilty. And he was one of the few people that was like, I'm not happy with this, mm. right? And there, 
And I remember at the time, I was like, my dad, what, man? <laughs> he had sold out to the game, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But looking back at it, in some of the stories, is like, my dad seemed, uh, we don't know what really happened, but as far as more information comes out, he seemed to be more correct. Yeah. You know? That's a hard thing to do, to stand your ground and say that and then be called things. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Especially then climate, yeah. That climate was at that time, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like I keep joking around because I I was a part of it. OJ found not guilty was like the whole black <laughs> movement just won the Super Bowl, like you know, out there cheering like, yo, I'm going to Seven Eleven. I'm gonna get this Hennessy <laughs> cheer tonight. I uh, mean, at that point, the way that I've heard it described, it's kind of like, uh, you know, through jokes. Obviously, it's like. Whether he did it or not, it's just the fact that the system finally worked in the favor of a black person. Yeah, that's what people were yeah, celebrating. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and, 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 and for the wrong person. This though, is what you know America what is. Like, I mean, that's, we've come to a point where we don't really, really, truly care about like facts and shit. Like, we don't care about all that. Yeah. We really just care about how it makes us feel. <laughs> that's it. Whether yeah. it's the president, whether it's a social topic, we just want to, we're worried about how it feels. I don't know if it's true. Doesn't even have to be at this point. Just give me something that just makes me feel better. Well, you know the weird thing is that's also as as bad as it is as humans. It's also a beautiful part about humans, right? It is. It's simple because, sometimes because right? like you know, like because music is feeling, art is feeling, and sometimes mm. you can see it in the emotion or whatever. Yeah, you know. So it's like that's the good and bad part because mm-hmm. if we didn't have that, then we'd be just robots, in my opinion. If we we're all just number fact based in then nothing would change at that time, right? That's the argument with, you know, algorithms and statistics data. It's like... It changes, man. It grows. But it's us. If they have a data imprint on us, start to finish day to day, then they'll curve us to be homogenous. Definitely now you can manipulate it more. Exactly, right? Because you're like, okay, let's see that. And that's where somehow we come back to the circle. That's why I'm trying to rechange my algorithm on on YouTube. You know, like, I don't like... Even though I, I do think that there's certain things that are probably nature facts, in this vast reality of possibilities, mm. I don't want to believe some of this stuff anymore. No, and that's where sure. that's where I'm having the pain though. Yeah, because I'm not accepting it now. I have to deal with more of the pain, mm. and sooner or later I'm gonna either have to get on the ship or drown with my belief. Yeah, maybe, maybe it will change. Yeah, but it might not be in my lifetime. Oh know? no. You I know? mean, I don't know. Maybe we don't know. I mean, like, yeah, we don't know. I, I yeah, never. Really I, I'll be honest. Yeah. I didn't know at, at age. What was in uh, two thousand eight? At age twenty six, mm. I was going to see a black president. That's true. See? I was like, we'll be fifty by the time. No one ever thought that was going to be a reality. Now, whatever you know, you may believe to be true or not about any of that. All we know is now that it's in the past. It just felt good. That's all this is. Did, 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 did it feel good to you at the time? It just did what it needed to do. Did, did it feel, uh, I'm asking Well, because the idea was, okay, there was a, a president in place for almost eight years, right? Mm-hmm. The whole, we were at war heavily. The economy dropped. The economy dropped. Yeah, it was just a bad time. Was this kind of similar? Well, not similar, not eight years, but the economy dropped. So very, be a change. very similar, yes. Right. But I, I, I do remember, as bad as it might sound, I didn't vote. I'll be, I'll be honest. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote at all. It right? doesn't sound bad to me. Huh? It's fine. Not I didn't vote at all because I, I just, I was, I was conflicted at the time because I didn't want to just vote because he was black. I wanted to really pay attention 
to what was going on. True. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite on what I believe of trying to be of course. fair, right? Of course. I will, however, say that when he did get elected, that was the first time in my life I felt shit. I can really do anything in this world. There you go. I might even have a little slight little tear coming out. I literally felt like I was more proud of that than my four years in the Navy. There that one go. time to sit there and say, oh, shit. There isn't a limitation on what we can do. Yeah. I mean, that a lot of people took it that way. And if in retrospect, however, politically, you know, people fall on on that. Just as a the rest of the country, it's just it felt fine. It felt like everything was fine. And that's all that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all the other little things, politics and all that shit are so intricate. Damn. I'm trying to look at the eight years he was in and it was like. It was tough. You know, trying to gain into a, a good job, trying to gain into whatever mm-hmm. the economy is down. People are on. Oh, yeah. But it was weird because I was like, that was some of the fun, fun employment. People called it fun employment at that time. I mean, and you can have it for two years. Almost. Yeah, it's we're granted, at it again now. Granted, it was my mid middle age. Like, mm-hmm. where you're, like, and it's I mean, the, that, age. That, that, the, the age, the age. Yeah. You're like, well, the age I'm is out big. Here trying to. Mm-hmm. D everything down on on government yeah. money. Yeah, getting drunk and I could just you know what I'm I'm gonna be responsible. I'm not gonna get drunk every day. I'm just gonna get drunk three days out of the weekend, there which you is go. still way too much. Fun money, right? Way too much. There not every day. Not every day. No. Just <laughs> Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> but I mean that. There you go. That that in turn and point. Like as I get older and you know the approach of you know what you were talking about, Kanye. Like yo, just love and and forgiveness and it's simple and you look at things like that you're like yeah you could go down a rabbit hole i could go down a rabbit hole with a lot of different things but what i realize is like it's endless it's endless in any pocket that you go into so Mm -hmm. when you go day to day and you're trying to win the day what is the ethos you know well well you know it's funny you talk about endless in a way and i don't know why i connected this this is why i try to stay away from like all the shit well conspiracy theories Cause then like you just go down that rabbit hole and mm. then all of a sudden you're stuck in it. And then you don't, I'm not saying it's not true, you know, cause there's a, uh, uh, a comedian was like, tell me don't, conspir- you don't believe in any conspiracy theorists. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. did you see that one? I'm it, trying to think. Well, anyway, his, his joke was pretty much, you know, summed up. He was like, I have, I have a son, you know, I have, I'm in charge of one child and I lied to that nigga all the time. Like, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's like, to sit there and say the government does it. But what I'm saying is for me, it just, I don't want to be down that area of like not believing anything because sometimes it bogs you up on your day. It's already you have enough on your plate to get through your day, mm-hmm. let alone hopefully the person that's reading this is secure themselves because you also have to deal with whatever internal things you're going on with mm-hmm. yourself, you know? Oh, so yeah. for me, I'm like, ah, it's just going to bog me down on mm-hmm. everything. And then now I'm not just upset about my health or dating. Now I'm upset about the government, you yeah. know, pick your poison almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit, there's conspiracy theories on relationships. Fucking conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, they did this as separate. Yeah, even yeah, the yeah. stuff we talk about, at some point, you could link that to like, how did this shit happen? It's like it's always trying to ask the next level of something that you're just flustered by or understanding or really into. It's just a certain level. And then as you get older, time is a little more, you know, limited. So you're trying to really pick and choose the shit that interests you or, you know, I watch sports and shit like that 
and I get into those things to get me off of conspiracy theories and to get me off of like alternative thinking just because you know you dig yourself that has conspiracy theories right because we joke around like well what if the nba is rigged oh i mean wwe is and people love it oh i love it like that's what i'm saying i i believe i believe in everything that um like i I believe the nba is strangely like that it's just it, it makes it fun for me to consume uh that content when I know that that's what it is. I, I, I can't say for sure, and it's never going to be proven even if it is, but that's the way I see it. That's how I enjoy the entertainment because it's entertainment at the end of the day. I use that really, it to is. get that. It, it yeah. is. I, I, I do sometimes, I, as I take a step back, you you were the one that was like, I took a step back and was like, yeah, why are we so mad about that? It, it, if video games are designed difficult, certain levels is designed, but it's entertainment, we don't necessarily get mad at that, but for some reason in competition, we want to believe that that is the realest thing ever, mm. you mm. know? Yeah. Even though, right. Even if you just, let's just play this conspiracy theory, right. In the competition of life, some people have a little bit more of upper hand. Oh yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. Well that, that passed, but some reason in sports is like, no, it, it, it can't be. Cause then that just, that will just destroy everything. The spirit of we, competition. Yeah. And what, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, like, are you They're enjoying it? Millions of dollars. Yes. Like, yeah, you know, is it entertaining? The veil of competitions there? Sure. Why not? Whatever. Yeah. And, and like I said, like you said, like wrestling for the fans, I, I think most of them know it's not real. Enjoy it. Oh, yeah. What they're saying is the story unfold. It's story. I go to Marvel movies to see the story unfold. Yeah. That's what most like. of the time, the, the good guy is going to win. Yeah. And we still wait there in anticipation, not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. Like, the, the good guys dominate at the beginning of something, falls into an opponent, loses to the opponent. It was like, dang, has to have back. a redemption story, comes yeah. back. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like, okay. And then somehow, by the, the flick of the booger in his nose, he wins. Yeah. And we like that. Underdog stories. Yeah. I mean, everything that we consume is, you know of high class and low class and, and, uh, you know, uh, highly talented underdog and David and Goliath. It, it's these, these themes that have been implanted in the story or the game of life. And these are the themes that we're rolling with. And it's always matriculated in anything you see. And that's just yeah, we, that entertaining. Just like David and Goliath, Jesus died for your sins. Then was resurrected. Yeah. Then was resurrected. Come right. on, man. And then brushed his soldiers off. Yeah. You know, and it was like, come on, man, I'm out. When you flip it that way, and uh, that's how I use the information, is to just suspend myself and look at everything as, you know, like kind of sideways, like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And then just kind of, you know, whisk it away or look into it a little bit and just kind of build the reality in my mind and how I process that ultimately affects how I act day to day. It's, It's strange because... It's similar to the religious idea where people use that doctrine as the basis for decision. And then, and that makes total sense. Uh, dude, religion and all that shit, it makes the most sense to me now more than ever because in the world that what it is as of today, it's crazy. So that's why the book makes sense because whatever it is to somebody, it's there. And as of what we know, it, it is a book that has been circulated quite a bit and it's been around i get it i get why people it's it's a simple doctrine and if you could abide by that that it is amazing but yeah like you said it's even people who are devout still have a hard time 
Well, you yeah, know, it, so it, it, it's just reality. If you, if you choose, kind of like when we say you accept it or you don't, mm. sometimes the people who accept that this Bible or whatever religion is the truth, it wipes away any, I guess, too much filter, any confusion. Mm. You know, because sometimes, as weird as this might sound, too many options just confuse the people more. Oh, yeah. Right? So sometimes being completely free, whatever that means, mm-hmm. right? Could go for some who are not securing themselves, or maybe they are, can go down a, a, a particular path. Mm-hmm. And some people need that structure, structure, you know, cut out everything else to get to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, when you hear about successful people, they cut off all everything else to get to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And those are some people, sometimes the same people who are religious, you know, mm-hmm. it's to cut off the other things and say, well, this is what it says. Yeah. This is what I need. I don't need to think about anything else. This is how I get, get through my day. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of different things you that know? go through out there in the internet and in the, in the, in the, the, the world out there. That's why I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's always a battle of yourself and trying to conquer the mind and how you navigate the world. Yeah. Like, like, uh, it's like a, a, a racehorse, right? Mm. People, I've heard people say that they put the blinders up mm. because all the other information coming in the, the horse would confuse them and drive them nuts. So they mm. have to have their blinders on to focus on the thing going straight on the task. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, just like I feel like I don't know if you're the same way. Like for me, if I'm working, I have to. The only thing that gets me sometimes focused on sometimes the job is putting the headphones on and trying to focus deadly on that. Mm. Because if I have too much, then I'll be like. Uh, my my own ADD. Are you like? Are you the same way where you can yes. just like focus on one thing and do it, or you have no. to have? Yeah, I cannot. Know? I cannot focus. I have ADD like a motherfucker. That's why I'm very. But then, th- what I put value in is that expression of creativity in my little quirky way. You know, whatever yeah. that may be, whether it's which which is weird you know. because creativity is a form of. Focus controlled ADD, right? Hear me out when I say this, right? You're like, you saw me make a beat and I stopped real quick. But what I'm doing is I'm having nine, 16 different sounds. Mm -hmm. Then I have another sound going on. And in a way, it's a bunch of things going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to dabble and do it. But it's focused on to that to keep me driven Mm -hmm. into that. But in reality, there's a bunch of shit going on. A bunch of shit going on, yeah. Right? Trying to orchestrate. But just enough for me to in its own way, be focused. So it's a lot of essentially yeah. going on. It's a lot of one thing, but it's this one thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. well like, I'm, I, but even like cooking, right? It's like, okay, when you think about it, it's like, I got salt, pepper, whatever you put pepper. You of course. Say, you know, it's like all these ingredients, all these other things that is kind of ADD in its own right, right? Yeah. And you're able to focus it on this dish. Yeah. You know? It is. It's trying to put something together, man, and then trying to see it, you know, see it through. That is, in, in, in small ways, that's what cooking is. In small ways, is beats. Because, you know, I could safely assume people who make music have a lot of stuff. Just a lot. Oh, yeah. Whether it's release, be, not yeah. release, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I'm assuming it's because whatever it is that keeps you making it, it's like it's a feeling. It's it's truly a feeling. Like I told you before, I think with music, it's kind of just reaching out there. Don't know what's there. I'm just yeah. going for it, and that's that's addicting because you are, you know, kind of trying for something. You're working and tinkering with something to the point where it it hits something in you. Hey, that's fucking crazy. 
And then you find that in something that you can do. That's why I'm kind of on board with that. You know, uh, creation is, you know, everything creativity, just because that's what we are Mm -hmm. in, you know, the way that we're composed in a lot of ways is just a creation. And then there's, and you do that in your own way to continue on that idea without it. Then we become not that it's, you know, without thought, without creating, without anything, you're just, you know, like a homogenous robot that doesn't yeah, do right. any kind of thing. I'm a technician. Yeah. I have no feelings. I just go to work That's and I, I think, type in a database. Yeah. And go home. Go I home. may take two, two shits a day. At this time, I watch this thing. But I think that's everything in the internet is like what TV was back then. Is trying to give you, trying to put you in a box. Yeah. Or what is your, okay, we could even, if you think you're unique, we know what kind of uniqueness you are. You're like, no, you don't know unique. I said we're we're all archetypes, right? Like, like I thought I was unique until I saw another dude in a scion years ago. Yeah. With a Kango hat, like, and, and he was black. I was like, oh, shit. I'm the same as this motherfucker. Yeah. I bet he likes Tribe Called Quest, too. See? <laughs> and there you go. And then it makes you want to continue to search and dig and rewire and tinker. Yeah. I think that's the, the you plight. Want, you, you want to be special, and then you realize <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not. You you are special. You are. It, you, it's you, but you're not special. But we're all the same, too. Yeah. So it's like... Fuck, you got to deal with that as yeah. a human being. You're there, never going to be that, but you are that. There, there are a <laughs> few people who are actually truly special, even within the same, like, and, I, and I'm saying that, like, to, like, LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. At that time, he's special. Now you have Luka Doncic, just kind of similar. Now you mm-hmm. got, like, offshoots of him, like, uh, uh, let's say Giannis, who's, like, now mobile big man. Mm-hmm. But that's because he was special at that time. Yep. And then even if you say he was special, then you had this guy called Magic Johnson, who just wasn't as, as athletic as, as mm-hmm. him. What was special, you know? So it's like everybody's special in their own way. Yeah, you know. How do you, how do you fully express yourself in your life? That's I think the one of those things that you try to find in the journey, and you may never get there. But then, as you're trying, then life unfolds. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this is probably a, a podcast that's gonna be split up in three, huh? Maybe who knows? the continuation. Right, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> It's just deep, man. That's all I'm saying. It's just it's it's crazy. I don't even think we touched everything else. We kind of, I mean, maybe we did because we talked about what Kanye. The oh, we talked not, about some things. This is how the yeah, conversations yeah. go. Yeah, we just go all over the place. This is usually me offshoot going all. Over no, the but place. this is uh, conversations like this are to me. This is how I talk to people better, become a better listener, try to you know just think about what other people are saying, and then try to have a conversation within that. I think a lot of the things we talked about are, you know, significant. Like you said, like you work on yourself, I work on myself. I'm assuming a lot of people do this. And yeah. that's trying to find the spiritual side, trying to, you know, live sky high. That's really what it is. Yeah. Like it's it's a saying, but in my head I'm like, it's like those standards that we talked about early on, just basketball things like habits. Like, yeah, you try to create and try to change those things sometimes and keep certain things and you just go along and, you know, like I say, always work on your avatar. The yeah. game keeps going. I, I was asked I was asked today, today, like, if I was to die, what would be my biggest regret? Or, you know, if you're on your death table. Mm. And as of right now, I would probably say, when you talk about working on yourself, I'd probably say, if, if, if this was an issue still in the time, my biggest regret was that I was never comfortable with myself. Mm. If that's the case, whenever that happens. Mm. At this moment, 
in this particular time, if there's a regret that I would have in this life, would be that I was never comfortable with myself yet. Yet. You know, I yeah. say that yet now, you know. Yeah. So, it, you know, but that's the whole thing of working on yourself to just be like, <laughs> this is who I am. I'm I'm ugly, beautifully made, you know, and, and, and not just that they're saying I'm ugly. I'm just saying, like, yeah, we have Unique. ugliness to this, but we yeah. have a, but we're beauty at the same time. Yeah. Of who we are is very unique because if you consider we are human, you are like all the people that you know in your life are human, and then the differences of everybody, both you know, physically, internally, spiritually like you're like, this is unique snowflake stuff. We literally are like almost all things, but yes, right? Yes, we're energy, yes, right? Yeah, fluid, or because we have gender, yes, right? No, I'm just uh, with the the fluid in our body, like water, right? Yes, Yes. we're solid, Mm. we're a spirit. We are all things. Or the wind. Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, but that is spirituality. Yeah. I, I think is trying to find true self, trying to find self-awareness, trying to, I don't know, that's some woo-woo shit, but I'm like, uh, this is this version of the game where, you know, physically, like I always say, it's like we're not at our physical peaks, but the longevity at this age going forward is going to be a lot more, you know, uh, a lot more uh, commitment to do that, and then you know, trying to really yeah. find the mind, man. I always, I always like that as far as the overall spirituality. Even though it's easy to say that in English terms, right? Mm. Because you can make things up. But I remember years ago when I was in the Navy, someone said, "We are Allah," and I was like, "What do you mean?" And it was like the arm, the leg, the leg, the arm, the head, right? Which spells out Allah, right? And mm. I'm like, "Oh snap!" And it's really deep. And then it's like, "Well, that's an English-based word based off of." Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's Farsi or Muslim based, but but I was like, when I remember hearing that, it's like, oh, so we are all God like creatures. Not to sit there, we're not God, but if you're a descendant of God, you all have the energy. We have all the energy to create. We have almost everything in us already, mm. right? Me, meaning, like, we have the ability to create, we have the ability to express energy. Yes, sometimes we might need to have food to help us give energy right mm-hmm. we're fluid we're this you're a solid we're a spirit you know it's like yeah. it's it's really kind of fascinating it's trippy even, even even if that's more of a later term that someone could say they made up whatever it's a, a fairly good one to look at though you know yeah man random i know random no nah, dude I don't, I don't, i'm about that man hey this is sky high thank you marcus for your time bro i'm gonna you know, it is getting late. But, yeah, uh, I know you got a, you got a family to go to. No, nah, yeah, you're good. You Which got one? anything you got to plug? Anything? New uh, music? No, no, new, no, uh, no plugs right now. No plugs. No, okay. No, no butt plugs right okay. now. Not at all. Okay. No problem, man. Thank you yeah. for the time, bro. This is always fun, man. Thank this you. is Thank always you. great. We're yeah. going to talk some shit off the mic. Uh, yeah, sure. Sky High, Noxu Cow. Yep. Get it back.